Blog Talk Radio. Something exciting. Just a review of where we're standing with the coronavirus. There were constant warnings here all summer that the second wave is going to come. But, you know, everything seemed to be getting under control. So I didn't believe it until this week. It's really getting hysterical here again, almost like it was last March. Uh, I'm hearing these messages from the Public authorities don't go inside any place. Don't go inside. Uh, outside is okay, but it's not as okay as you might think. Stay away from people. Wear masks, okay? Uh, the the premier, that's like the governor here. He's wondering aloud if uh, you know they're going to have to close the restaurants down again. And there's uh, epidemiologists. They're saying you got to close them down. And they're saying you got to close the schools again. Okay? And that you can't protect the old people if the young people get it. They're going to spread it all over the place. So it's just really getting wild. There's so many people being tested now uh, that the government restricted the test to only people who've already got symptoms. But, you know, let's say you have to have some surgery and you don't have any symptoms. You're out of luck at most of these places. And you have to make an appointment. You just can't show up. And it's uh, for weeks in advance. It's just totally crazy but my hunch i'm very optimistic is that it won't prove as bad as the case numbers uh, are suggesting because it's mainly younger people who are uh getting it now the old people are all dead (laughs) i'm sorry to put it so bluntly but it's true so people under 40 are getting it and uh it doesn't hurt them as much uh, as uh as it did the other guys anyway uh we're safe here for the time being, in our little pocket of Jerry, Jerry, what show is this? The Recruiting Animal Debt.com. I want to thank them, too, our sponsor, StaffingDebt.com. If you are an agency recruiter and some alleged client hires somebody uh, that you sent them without paying you, these guys specialize in collections for recruiters. That's all they do. They've also got this software called BackdoorHires.com. That tells you who's ever banging in the back there better stop, Okay. That backdoor hires tells you who's cheating you. I, I really, to tell you the truth, I don't know how it works. It sounds like magic to me, but apparently it's worthwhile. PCRecruiter.net. Marty Snyder's over there with the recruiting software that he calls the Swiss Army Knife of recruiting software. 
Okay, what else? Honit, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. Tell you more about them later. They're the online interview technology. And our old friends at HireTool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com. HireTool, the uh, super-duper super duper sourcing software. Somebody's shuffling stuff. Kathleen, is that you? I know you're in your kitchen, but you're not supposed to cook, okay, when you're on the show. <laughs> It's not me. It's actually my dog in the other room chewing a bone. <laughs> so. Okay. Yeah. Kathleen tricked me. Okay. Uh, she, her, 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 uh, I thought her, <laughs> I thought her Twitter name was Kathleen Steffi. Now it's just Kath Steffi. K-A-T-H-S-T-E-F-F-E-Y. If you want to criticize her or praise her during the show, <laughs> Kath Steffi. At Kat Steffi on Twitter. She's the CEO of Naviga, N A V I G A. Did I spell, uh, pronounce it right or wrong? Yeah, you did great. Naviga, recruiting and executive search. She specializes in sales and marketing recruiting. She uh, started uh, with an agency six months out of your college. Is that right? Do I have that right? Yeah. Yep, yeah. only six uh-huh. months. Okay, then she went into corporate recruiting with one of her clients, and then she started out on her own. And I invited you to bring any topics, okay, that you had in mind. And you said, oh, I got tons of things in mind, uh, but you might find them boring. And I said, I'll cut you off, okay, if I find them boring. <laughs> but go ahead. Is there something you want to talk yeah. about or any anything you want to plug? This is your chance. Yeah, well, thanks. Um, thanks for having me again, by the way. I enjoyed the first time. and. Um, I look forward to it. Well, this. you might not enjoy yeah. it this time. Sometimes, you know, the first time is <laughs> great. I know. Second day we'll see what doesn't you do, go right? so well, okay? But don't give up on me. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, we've got three more months in the year. That's the obvious. So, you know, well, no, no, let me ask you we're... something. Uh, well, let me ask you first yeah. off. Is it, it's, remember, uh, like the, uh, you might have heard, you listened while I was talking. It's getting wacky here with this COVID. Is it where yeah. it's getting bad for you again? Is it? hysteria mounting no we had that in july so i'm in tampa so in florida we had that crazy wacky i guess they'd call it a second surge at that time where you know cases went up and everything and then we enforced masks and then they went down significantly really really quick Okay, so, so, so you're not feeling n- nervous like i am that's all i wanted to establish uh, all the people you're dealing with nobody's you know, got ants in their pants, right? No, no. I, I've been where you were in July. I got nervous okay. then. So. Okay. okay, well, we've had masks here for months, and it's still getting crazy. Go ahead, though. What were you talking huh. about? Not enough months in the year, not enough days in the week, <laughs> not enough hours in the day. Why not? Are you that busy? <laughs> no, I wasn't going to say that. I was just going to say the things that we've been working on are to finish the year off hard, you know, with placement. So a lot of tactical things, but then, you know, when we get to this time of the year, we start looking at 2021 and what can we do to make a significant change in our business in order to get more business, right. And more placement. So um, we've just been dealing with a lot of initiatives around this right now. Yeah, you know so what? You are boring me, okay? That's just so right, vague yeah, and general. Right. That's not how yeah. you talk on the recruiting animal show. You said you liked it the first time. I thought you would learn. Okay? But let me guide you, okay? I, I know I'm uh, yelling, but that doesn't mean I'm angry. 
I just, I know I need to guide people. There's a lot of people here. Uh, we've got uh, Kathleen, who's a sales and marketing recruiter. Is anybody got a question about sales and marketing placements before I start asking? Anybody yeah. want to talk or just, yes? Hello? Yes. Hey. Who's that? Animal. Alan Floor. Who is it? Um, Alan. Alan, well, you're, you sound Alan. muffled. It sounded like you, but, you know. Welcome. Talking to the phone. What do you want oh, to God, ask I'm her? sorry. What do you so, want to ask her? I'm getting there. Just let, hey, hey, back it off, or I'll, or I'll coffee on you, man. <laughs> Kathleen, Alan Floor, Los Angeles. What, in general, what are you seeing, hearing, and sensing out there in the marketplace right now and in the economy? Uh, the work you guys do. Um, really good. Right now, we're year over year just down 1%, um, and that's going to change this week when additional invoices go out for placements that we made last week. So I, I cannot complain. Um, we're diversified, though, so we deal with all types of different industries. Um, you know, we're not sitting in one particular industry. So I, I just can't complain in a pandemic. But that being said, we had a goal to, you know, year over year be up 10% end of December, um, and we're not there. So, you know, these next few months, we've got to really crank it out. Any particular sectors that you see differences in right now that you weren't expecting? Um, well, I could tell you exactly what we're working on right now. Um, I know that doesn't answer your exact question, but sure it does. Um, yeah. Well, let me tell you this. So, some positions that didn't come back, and we thought they would when the pandemic first started, um, are in services. We had a marketing service client that didn't come back. We had a manufacturing firm that deals with healthcare that didn't come back. When, when I say didn't come back, I mean, they didn't give us the positions back. You know, they, they basically yeah. froze and they're tanking. Um, another healthcare business um, that deals with professional services for healthcare. Um, is that yeah, this listing, I'm yeah. not yeah. interested. Thank you, Alan. Thank you. Okay. He's not? Yeah. No, I'm not interested in that. Okay, okay. All right, all right. Listing stuff. Listing stuff is not interesting. I got an audience. This is live radio. Okay, Alan's usually more interesting. You know, uh, he's been away for a while. Uh, he's got to get uh, in the mood again, I guess. Uh, anyway, look. Last week, Ernie called in, and the first question he asked was, what are your favorite tools? I think that's everybody's favorite question. If I remember correctly, you didn't have that much to say about that last time, but I'll ask you again. Do you have any favorite tools that you want to share with the with the world out well, there? Well, so we're using, LinkedIn, our, we're using LinkedIn, our database, and Zoom Info. <clears throat> that's the extent of what we're doing. And the right Zoom now Info we're looking at $25,000, right? No, that's LinkedIn. We pay twenty four grand a year for six seats, um, okay, and Neil, I'm looking Neil, in. Neil, what, what's Neil's last name? Levovich. He says he's advertising that he can get you Zoom info for five thousand dollars because he's got some extras, but it's regularly twenty five. You're saying that's not? I don't want to say not true to make him sound like a liar, but I mean you're saying that's an error. Is that what you're saying? Um, Zoom info. We paid around five. Five. Okay, there you go, everybody. Yeah. Okay, so those three tools, yeah. LinkedIn, you, you, it sounds like you've got LinkedIn Recruiter. Is that right? Yeah, LinkedIn, LinkedIn Recruiter, recruiter Zoom Info, yeah. and what was your third? Our ATS system. It's called CATS. 
C-A-T-S. Cat. Okay. Well, you know, the one that I push here is PCRecruiter.net. Just want to remind everybody that. What kind of phone do you use? We never talk about that anymore. Um, I use my mobile phone now. Everybody does. Um, we used to have voice over IP a long time ago, but we just migrated to mobile phones because we text so okay. much. And, and, and you're using a headset, right? Uh, right now I'm on wireless beats with a microphone. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the microphone is be- called Okay. Blue. Okay. 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 Do you sell the candidate before you send the resume? Now, Pauline asked that question today. She said she calls up the client to warm them up about, about a candidate before she'll send over the resume. If they don't say, if they don't get excited on the phone, she doesn't bother with the resume. Would you ever do that or? How do you how do you manage we, that? Yeah, we do that, but not as a practice, like consistently. We do it if we find that hiring managers push back and say no to candidates on paper. We take control that way, and it's a great strategy. I do agree with her, but it's not something we could do every single time. Okay, what is there about that? Okay, what do you do differently uh, in that conversation that can sell someone on a candidate that a resume itself won't do? Well, say if every single skill set isn't on that resume and we've found out more when we're, you know, talking to the person and evaluating them, we can actually tell the hiring manager that and get them away from paper, right? And, and listen to us. Like you've paid us a retainer up front. We're actually evaluating this person and we think they're a good fit. Like, so I, okay, I but so, when, you send over, yeah. when you send over a resume, don't you send over notes as well from your screening? Oh, yeah. We do, but okay. But not you're saying you're saying that the medium makes a difference. If it's a conversation, you can influence a person more than just by having them read something. Is that what you're saying? If that particular, if we're finding that that particular hiring manager is not reading it, and there's a pattern there, yes, we okay. can influence Alan, the results. Alan's got a comment phone. on that. Alan, do you have something to say about that? Alan, still with I just me? Have one question. My one question. Yeah, I'm still with you. Knock it off, man. Um, yeah, my question is, are you exclusively retained? I'd say 95% of the time. Sometimes we'll go There's contingency. Yeah. I know. There's your answer, Animal. I mean, she's got the – doing retained, you've got, you've got a built-in relationship, a better relationship in many cases. And That's they're not the answer. Come on. She says, she says sometimes she has – it's not based on retainer. It's based on the psychology or – habits of the specific hiring manager. Some of them don't know how to read, okay? Or they well, don't they have don't, a, they've got attention right. deficit disorder and you gotta shove it down their throat or they won't notice it. Well, that's right. Okay, you that's the issue here. The gross, right. You've got to walk them into the grocery store when they're asking for a really expensive can of soup but they can only afford Campbell's chicken noodle and you have to say, here it is. I'm giving, yeah. I'm giving you know what? You, you need want. a new phone. <laughs> I can oh. barely hear you. <laughs> I have to control myself from, from not saying something uh you know, like Jerry says, kids listen to the show. Uh, I don't want to say anything too nasty. Okay. What kind of coffee do you drink, Kathleen? I drink decaf, Dunkin' Donuts, large iced coffee, black every single day. <laughs> oh, okay. So you don't make it at home. You don't, make, you don't brew your own coffee. No, I don't. Okay. Well, that's, that's good to know. Okay. <laughs> what time yeah. do you get up? What time do you get up in the morning? Um, Normally around, I love these questions, by the way, um, like 6 a.m.-ish, I wake up naturally. Uh-huh. I go to sleep really early for most standards, maybe 1030. So, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Do you meditate in the morning? Do you meditate? Um, 
I don't meditate in the morning, but I do have a reminder at 9 a.m. every day to give thanks. So you it's kind thanks. of a form okay, of yeah, meditation. We had, uh, we had Tom Chuda on a few weeks ago. I think he meditates, but he didn't. He just said he has, he talks with his creator, okay? So I assume that was oh. praying. I, I don't know. I'm just yeah. curious what people do. And do you exercise? Yeah. I do. You exercise? I exercise. Yeah. In the morning I do. before I do. work or after? Um, I've got a class that I do at 8 a.m. twice a week. It's a hit class. It's insane with a lot of strength training and cardio. And it's online? And then I walk. It's online? Week. It's online? Um, it is since... Yes, since the pandemic, um, she does it. It's live. It's a uh, Zoom, um, and she's going to uh-huh. keep it that way. So I love it. I do it on my back porch. Okay. And, and are emojis okay in recruiting messages? <laughs> um, I I saw that actually on your site, and I loved the question. Um, I would say that they are okay. We've gotten to a place they are okay. You know, depending on what, maybe not a kissy face. You know, um, or a heart, um, but maybe a fist pump and a smiley. I think that might be good. Uh huh. Alan, what's your opinion? Emojis, yes or no? I agree with her. Fist pump, thumbs up, okay, but you uh-huh. know, no, no steaming pile of poo and the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. No shit Although, pile. Right? Okay. Anybody else want to comment? Anybody else got an idea on emojis or or anything like that? Anybody? I got her. These are questions. Somebody at this level? Seriously? I love it. You know what? That's a that's a legitimate question. Okay. Some some people like you know dancing up their their messages and and they have to wonder is it going to be professional enough or you know is it going to in, intrigue people? They'll get a little have a happy feeling during the day from a recruiter. That's a, a real that's a reasonable question. Okay. Do you use. Do you use scheduling software like Calendly? Now, uh, Rich Rosen, I, I got some questions from Rich because uh, Rich is a uh, super sales recruiter, and you are too, yeah. okay? And he says he find, finds that people are being resistant to, to Calendly, and he can't understand it. Uh, what's your experience? Are you using software yeah. for scheduling? Um, we have it built into our ATS, and even before this ATS, we had Calendly, but people don't – I would say it's like a 50-50 um, where people will actually click on the link, even if they're interested, yeah, and schedule something. It's so annoying. Yeah. So, Why is it annoying? What's annoying, for them or for you? For me, because if you put that efficiency in place you know, to get things rolling and save time, you want them to adapt, but they're not. So that's what it's Why? all about, right? They're Why not, not adapting. Why not? Why not what? Why aren't they adapting? Michael G. Cox is he, Michael G. Cox is also groaning about that. What's the story there? He's also a sales recruiter. MikeRecruiter.com and RecruiterAl.com. They're great guys, and I bought them URL. So, okay, RecruiterAl.com, MikeRecruiter.com. Mike, what's the story? It, it's it's annoying that they say, yeah, let's uh, let's schedule something, and th- what I started doing is saying, okay. How about Tuesday at 2 p.m.? If they say no, then I'll say, okay, just click on this link. Pick any time that you want that is available on my calendar, and then they'll say, how about Wednesday at 2 p.m.? Like, dude, I just sent you the link. Click the link. It's not that hard, but people just – they it's like they have blindness to it. Um, I don't yeah. know what it is. Mike, I don't know what it is either. It's a bad sign for you. They don't know how to do that in 2021. Yeah. What idiots. I got a question. Okay. I had a question about that. Um, Go ahead. I was running into that as 
I was running into that as well. Have you, has, has anybody checked out the Microsoft Outlook add-in called Find Time? I'm finding that one's work. For some reason, I don't know if it's psychology or whatever, it works better. I have no not. comment. Okay, she's using I, I, one I over ATS. And I, I don't have access to people's calendars in 99% of the time. You don't need access to the calendar. What you do is like okay. what I've noticed is there's a little twist on it is you don't have access to their calendar, but what it is is it's an add-in. You pull up an email, you go, you click on the thing, it brings up your calendar, and you give them one, two, three, four, five times or whatever. It sends them to, it sends them the email, they get a link, they click on it, and it, it's voting on those times. Preferred, apps, yes, I can do these three, I would prefer this one, whatever. And it's been very interesting. I don't know if there's some little psychology. And what's it called? It. Just I don't part know. of Outlook? Go to, yeah, you go into, if you're in Outlook, and you can you go know, to. You used to be nice, app. so nice and loud. I don't know what you did to yourself, okay? But what I can barely hear you. you. speaker. <laughs> Is that better? He's on speaker. No. I'm not on speaker. I'm on a brand new Maybe it's phone. me. Yeah. Michael G. Cox, can Weird. you hear him? No. Yeah, it, it sounds like he's on speaker and, like, on the other side yeah, of the Yeah, okay, room let's almost. just move on then. Okay, I had enough of this stuff. <laughs> okay, you know what? Michael G. Cox has commented on this. I want your opinion, Kathleen Steffi. Do recruiters right. uh, have okay. awful resumes? Okay, Michael G. Cox actually says they write bad resumes. But I've seen lots of people complain lately that recruiters have awful resumes. They can't write a resume for themselves. What's your experience since you hire recruiters? Um, I don't know. I don't have a lot to give for you on this one. I mean, the last time I hired somebody, I hired her in April for me, and I had my director working on it, so I don't even remember, like, Okay, uh, here's another one. Uh, I'm lobbying another one. Cover letters. Yes. The answer is yes. They write horrible resumes. How do you know? Okay. Because I've been coaching some, and I've gone, and I've helped about eight people with their resumes. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, okay. I can, and I can tell you what, res, what recruiters need to put on their resumes very simply is put the results, not just the tasks. Yeah. Do you, do you believe someone's yeah. got the, the, the nerve to go bowling or something you know, and put the mic right up to the pins while they're on the show? <laughs> That's hilarious. I heard I hey, – At least you can hear That's what I heard. <laughs> oh! By the way, you guys – Okay. I'm calling back from the okay. 26 hard line. Okay, there okay. So some people, okay, so re recruiters don't write good resumes. That's the word uh, from the two guys who should know. Uh, cover letters, yes or no, Kathleen? No. It's an oldie, but goodie. No. It's an, it's an, uh, everyone's still talking about it. Go ahead. Don't even look at it. I don't have time. Okay, okay. Uh, objective in a resume. I personally like an objective. Do you, do oh. you? Did somebody just hurt themselves? <laughs> it's Kendra. I, was <laughs> I think somebody yelled no. Oh, oh, Kendra wants to talk. This must be important if she comes out of silence. Oh, what did you want to say, dear? <laughs> I'm not a fan of objective, and I do sales recruiting, so I made sure to tune in today. Oh, well, cool. do you have a quick, right. okay? Like, do you have a good question for for Kathleen? I mean, uh, you're both women. Like that makes a difference, no, uh, in my opinion. But everybody else thinks it does. And you're both in, in doing sales recruiting, okay? Uh, so tell me, do you have a question for her? Yeah, I, I would ask. Um, what's your favorite bullshit detector? 
question because salespeople always tell a great story, whether it's in the cover letter, in the accomplishments, they're always just golden. Do you have something yeah. that kind of helps you sort of ascertain and uh, from the bullshit? I'd say when they start blaming others on not meeting quota, even in the yeah. first six months or, um, you know, first 12 months when they're pointing fingers. And then another bullshit factor is when they won't give me their comp. <laughs> they won't <laughs> tell me what, you know, year over year, what did they earn last year and, you know, the two years before it. So I can see some progression or that they're exceeding quotas and things like that. So yeah, they all have their territory reorganized just when they start. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or so you, 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 <laughs> you're saying that sales reps are liars. Essentially. They, they must be some of the worst candidates according to what you're just saying. Am I right about that? No, I, I, I heard this statement before. I, I don't believe that salespeople aren't liars, but the question was, how do you pick up on some bullshit? So if I'm asked that question, I'm going to talk about some bullshit. <laughs> so, okay, but they're um, not all, they're not all like that. No, uh, the cat, although they're not. Kendra, Kendra, okay, you, you both have the same uh, initials as well. I didn't mention that K S. Okay, but uh, Kendra was implying, yeah, that you really need a bullshit detector because these guys, as she said, are all spinning it. Right, Kendra? Am I right about what you said? Yeah, and so there's numbers, that's one part of it, but there's other like influence skills, breaking into difficult accounts, um, beating out the competition, working with a client that said no before. There's a lot of scenarios that help explain grit, you know, beyond the numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you answered a different question, okay, but that's okay. Uh, how hard, okay, <laughs> Kathleen? Back to Kathleen. Kathleen, how hard should you pursue someone? How many calls or, or emails and how frequently? Uh, I saw, I posted, in fact, uh, this woman complaining about the recruiter sent her four emails. It's outrageous. She can't stand it. You know, four. Oh, oh, that's okay with me. What's okay with you? How many times should you try to get in, in touch with somebody? Uh, you think it over for a second. I'm going to do an ad. Hey, everybody, hone it. H-O-N-E-I-T dot com. Online interview technology. You and the candidate talk to each other. It records everything in audio, video, a full searchable transcript. Plus, you press these buttons just before important questions. You press a little button when the conversation about that issue is over. You press another button. Creates a little clip where you can send it to the hiring manager. She can listen to the candidate in her own words. If the candidate's got some sizzle, it doesn't have to be filtered through you, especially as you, the recruiter, might not understand really in any depth what the candidate is talking about, but the hiring manager hopefully will. Okay? So hone it, H-O-N-E-I-T.com. Nick Livingston is the boss there. I am going to start billing you for these ads, and then Jerry, I can pay Jerry, and he'll come back to the show. Okay? Oh, anyway. Uh, okay, how hard should you pursue someone? That was my question. How many calls? How many emails? How frequent? Go ahead, Kathleen Steffi. you got to give it your all. You know, you got to go for it. And, you know, we've got, you know, five different ways that you can reach them. And I, you know, teach and coach my team to, to use all those, you know, um, avenues. So email, text, phone, 
LinkedIn in-mail and LinkedIn connection requests. And by that time, do you it, have you know, a specific sequence that you follow? Um, let's see. It's it's usually ATS first, um, and if we have their email, so email I'd say, um, then mm-hmm. texting because we have texting in our ATS, and then phone like a phone call, and LinkedIn yep. reach out, and then connection request if they're not responding to our email. So we've got a lot of different ways that we reach them. You know, it's different, right? It's not like you're calling them on the phone five or seven times. So it's like you're pinning them strategically um, and trying to go in for the left hook, if you will, um, Yeah. to get a yeah. reaction. Okay, hold on a second. So you gave us five different kinds, uh, and once you go through those five, it's over? Because some people, like Rich Rosen says, I call till they answer. I email till they answer. There's no stopping, okay? You're not, are you one of, like, in Rich's team, or are you saying five and that's it? No, I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, we might repeat that. We won't repeat an email, but we might repeat a text. We might repeat another phone call. And certainly Let me email. pin it down for you, Kathleen, since you don't want to take, pick this up on 100% yourself. How many attempts at contacting? I don't care what method you're using. How many attempts? What's the frequency? What's the space between them? Five to seven. So seven is your max. Seven max. Is that what you're saying? Seven max. I mean, give or take. Give or take. And how many spaces between them? Um, sometimes not much at all. Sometimes same day stuff. Like for an example, if you're emailing and then phone call at the same time, it could be same day. Um, yeah, it just some other depends. guy. I posted this as well. Uh, he or she said, "Look, if you're if you're if you're emailing me, what are you calling me to tell me that you emailed for?" Okay. Uh, Rich would not care That's about that. Dude. He emails them. He emails them at night and calls them first thing in the morning. Okay, yeah. that's how he works. He makes a million dollars a year. I assume there's some value in that approach. Okay, and these exactly. candidates. Oh yeah. Okay, you're with Rich. The candidates who complain—they're just dummies. Is that right? Was that a candidate that said that? The, you know, the candidate complained, you know, yeah, or it was, uh, yeah. I don't know if it was, a, maybe she was uh, someone that they were, uh, a hiring manager they were trying to sell to, you know. Uh, yeah, don't call I me think at I saw that too. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, well, the, I always c- collect all the interesting posts from the past week to, to throw people on the show, okay? I'm not surprised you saw it, but good for you. Yeah. I'm glad to see that you're reading something. <laughs> no, I was okay, so this, turned off by it. I was so turned yeah, off okay. by her comments. So. Okay, she's a she's a dummy. Okay, great. So it's it's okay to pester people, and some people are going to get mad at you, and don't worry about them, right? Right. Michael G. Cox, right? Correct. Alan Floor, right? <laughs> he agrees. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now what what about this, Kathleen? You've got, I think I mentioned it last time you were here, you've got on your LinkedIn pretty well, uh, you say, I wish I could speak to everybody who contacts me over LinkedIn for career advice or, you know, but my time just doesn't allow for it unless, you know, you want to pay. Okay, you tell them that quite bluntly. So 
Uh, I assume that people ignore that and just keep pestering you. Am I right about that? Yes or no? Yes. And, and no. So I'm, yeah, so I'm going to guess that you don't reply to all those things, that you get all these connection requests and things like that, and you just ignore them. Am I right about that? What do you do? I don't mind connection requests, but when they're wanting my time on the phone to talk about their careers and stuff, I can't do it. So then I, I have a, something that I can copy and paste about that messaging, and I direct them to where they can choose that service and pay for it. I just oh, can't okay. do it. I'd get nothing done. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 I, I, I always struggle with that in my guilty conscience. There's people sending me all kinds of stuff from all over the world, a million different jobs that they're looking for, and they want to talk to me and meet to me. I don't know anything, okay? I don't have anything to tell them. And if I did, they'd yeah. just be sucking me dry, okay? Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I feel tortured. I, got, I, I, just, I, I had a few opinions on this because I did have a guilty conscience for many years, actually, about it. But I don't know. With growth comes confidence, and you've got to protect your time in order to yeah. grow your business. So. Yeah. yeah. Help me. Help me. Help me. Yeah, you got to have a thick skin after a while. Yeah. Animal, help me. Help me. I can't help you. I can't help myself. Okay. Anybody else want to comment on that? Everything's open, everybody. You know, you don't have to ask permission. If you got something you want to say, just say it. We'll open a few more lines. Okay. There we go. Kathleen, am I missing some? Uh, you know, uh, are these questions okay? Yeah, they're great. You're good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, do you give detailed feedback to losers? And by, you know, people don't like the term losers. I didn't like it when I first started either. Now I just think it's funny, okay? If you've got a candidate, you're sending him or her into a, a job, they're not a loser because you don't want to look bad. They're a winner, okay, or potential winner most of the time. And some yeah. of them are going to get rejected. Okay, uh, do you give uh, detailed feedback? This is a standard question, and everybody's got a different answer. What's yours? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. I, I tell them why. Why did they pass? Give me an example, please, if you can think of one. Yeah. So if a customer says, well, they um, didn't have the industry experience as long as another candidate that I interviewed, and they couldn't go as deep in the the process because of that. So that's feedback. I would say, Hey, listen, you weren't able to, you know, convey that, you know, you've what got does that this, mean, even deep if you in the process it. is deep in the, what are you talking about there is deep in the process. I don't know what that means. Well, in sales, for an example. So if somebody is in a particular industry and they get to know the product and they work with, let's say technical sales reps in the, about the product and things like that, um, that's just a, a high level example. So, um, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Something you said something. Okay. So my point now is going to be, do these people ever say, Kathleen, that's so wrong. Okay. This guy, he, he's made a mistake. He didn't understand. I got what he's looking for. Do they yeah, ever do that? All the time. Yes. All the time. <laughs> Why, sales, do you set yourself, you know? why do you set yourself up for that as a middle person? Why do you, why, why do you just say, oh, look, I can't tell you. I, I, I'm not going to be a middleman. I don't know. I mean, I'm not <laughs> dealing with volumes and volumes of people, right? So, like, one out of four people that we submit get hired for the most part. So, 
um, you know, that's three people that my recruiters or myself have to share the news with. So it's not that big of a deal. So. Okay. Well, so you're saying you don't mind them arguing with you. And what do you say when they argue? What's your, what's your reply to them? <laughs> I give them a, I mean, I just say, I'm sorry. You know, there's nothing I could do about it. Trust me. You know, it's just something like that. And they just okay, back off. And, and let's say, look, say, look, this is a test. What if you said, this is a test of your emotional, your, uh, what's it called? Emotional quotient EQ. Okay. If you can handle this in a, in a, in a, of the proper manner without going crazy, then I'll work with you again. But if you show me you're going to, you know, get hysterical, we're finished. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't go that far. Okay. Well, uh, cause if they show what? me wacko, if they show me wacko Jacko, I, that, just show me once who you are and I believe yeah. them. So I don't, I don't need well, many I think, times. I think when you're giving them feedback from what I gather, you're inviting even, half decent people to go crazy okay anybody back anybody agree with me or anybody disagree with me no. <laughs> no but i have a question for her how candid are you with candidates telling them how they're really screwing up or not being a, a proper candidate if it's just a thing where they're not a good candidate they're not act, they're not being a good candidate but they're but they're a good professional yeah um we're candid and here's what we here's the liner that we use. Um, in order to protect your candidacy, I have some advice for you. And I don't yeah. say it as stern like that, but hey, hey, dude, like in order to protect your candidacy, I need to make you aware about something, you know, um, just like that. And then, yeah. you know, usually they're receptive. Hey, can you guys no, I get, I do the same First thing. of all, thank you, Alan. I can hear you now. I can Fight hear me. you. Thank you. But I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. You're, you're, well, I, I don't animal, understand it, it, generalities. It, it, I don't live in the ivory tower. You got to spell it out. Then, then I'll be very specific. I'll be very specific. I'm talking with Animal as a candidate. I, while talking with him, he's saying all the right things. He's being genuine. He's being vulnerable. He's results oriented. He's a good person. But his resume sucks. And a couple of other things during the conversation. Maybe he's laughing more than I do. Maybe he's talking more than I do. I'll say, look in. Animal, I want to help you. I think you're a good candidate, but in order for Animal Incorporated to be the best product he can be, let me share some things with you. Mm. Or, mm-hmm. What about this, Alan? If if I said, uh, you said, why do you want to leave? You know, the, your company, and I'll say, you know, they can't run a two door shit house here. Okay, they couldn't organize a fucking a brothel. Would you tell me to tone it down? Ah. Yeah, yes, I'd say, okay, stop, and what I want you to do, Animal, is I want you to talk about third-party objective facts that are leading you to want to leave. I don't want to hear about your opinion about things. I want to hear about objective facts. Yeah. You know, Ken, I, I like I'm that. just sorry. Kendra is, sounds like such a lady. I'm wondering how she would respond to that. Are you still on, Kendra? <laughs> <laughs> You know, she sounds like an FM. I think she was an FM radio host before. If I might, might be wrong. Okay, or no, no, she was with a she was a consultant. radio overnight radio for many years. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. So you sound so proper. What if someone talked like that? And I, I didn't make this up. I heard a lawyer in an interview. She said they couldn't organize a piss up in a brewery. What if someone <laughs> talked like that in an interview? With, <laughs> 
What if someone talked in an interview uh, uh, like that with you? Okay, Nobody uh, does Kendra, that, what would dude. you? We're talking about something that happens once in a million at yeah. best. Yeah, it's a tell, though. You know, you, you people, when they show you who they are, believe them. So um, I can't rehabilitate someone that's very crass. But, um, you know, my, my thing would be more to go to than Jerry Maguire, help me help you, and try to give them some coaching and uh, – um, you but, know what, you guys? I don't think that's so bad. That doesn't mean it's a bad candidate. Kathleen, are you with me? Kathleen? I'm here. Yeah, I'm listening. No, but, I mean, do you agree with me? Are you on my side or on, on Michael G. Cox's side? That this never happens, or, or Kendra said they never show happens. who they are. I mean, Those things never happen, what you said. So, you know, things happen, and you try and get feedback, and, and – there are many people, I don't know what the percentage is, but there are many people that aren't really receptive to me saying, hey, man, you know, you, you've interviewed, you, you've applied for this many positions, and you only got this many callbacks. There's an issue. And, and some people don't like that, and, and mm-hmm. that's fine. Okay, but I just wanted to get Alan. I liked what Alan, Alan said. He's got a, a very domineering voice in manner of speaking. What did you say, Alan? What's your intro there? How do you how do you deliver it to them? I'm going to help you maybe a better candidate or, or what was what, what was your words? I said, "Animal, bless your heart." I really appreciate <laughs> you being so emotional and being candid with me. I really appreciate that. But I'd like yeah. you, I'd like to help you help Animal Incorporated be the finest candidate he I know he can be. <laughs> so let me share a few stories with you, sir. I do like this. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And Ka- Kathleen had a what was I'm going to help you make the best candidate that you could ever yeah. be, Michael G. And is that what you said? Yeah. Let me stop you there for a second. I want I want to help you. I want to give you some coaching. Is that is that what you would say? Are Who you are you asking? Michael, Michael G. I'm Cox asking Kathleen because Ka- oh. I got Alan G. I got Alan. <laughs> uh, Kathleen said she she does that too. The same thing. Yeah, I said and- um, in 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 order to protect your candidacy, I need to give you a heads up about oh, something. Okay. That sounds- okay. and, and Michael G. Yeah. Cox says mm-hmm. it never happens. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, it no, happens, no. but, it, but give, like Michael said, it happens. feedback, to... but nobody ever says the things that you said. So and if they do, they're not Australian, okay? Uh, uh, these are Australian. <laughs> Let me specify that. It was an Australian lawyer, okay? There you go. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to do Michael, another. What? Animal, it's also, it's also that your experience, to Michael Cox's point, might happen one out of uh, 500 or so, but every it's very common to have little things happen all the time. I had yes. a candidate send me a resume in the body of an email, and he was a good guy. But I said, look, and just looking at the resume, he probably hadn't been looking for like a job a for a long time. Like a kind of thing? No, he didn't. And I just said, look, why did you do this? And it was a lousy excuse, but whatever. And it was like, okay, you need to put this into a Word document or a PDF, whatever. Yeah. This is, and he was like, but – and his comment was, oh, geez. God. And his reply was, geez, thanks. I, I've really never had to look for a job. I've always gotten referred, and this, is, this was always Yeah, fine. you know what? That's a that's a, a tame example. Just let me say, okay, that's like saying, you know what, you left a period or you should have – one of you, you've got a typo. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. but that stuff what? helps, dude. I, I've been having tons of conversations over the past three or four months with heads of sales that have never had to uh, – or, or several that have not ever created a resume other than just a formality, throw your name in the top because we have to have it for our system. Right, exactly. 
So, and we're in a so position right now, Animal. In, Go ahead, Michael. They're reaching for things in the dark and, and don't know. And, you know, some of them are receptive to my feedback because there, there are certain choke points in every job search. If you apply for a job and you don't get a call back and that happens enough, well, it looks like something's wrong with your resume, your LinkedIn profile, those documents that go before you in a job search. But if and you're getting the, lots of callbacks, yeah. but you're not getting lots of – you're not getting deep into, into interviews, then there's something wrong at that early stage interview, and we need to address that. If you're, if you're deep into conversations but you're not getting offers, then that's where you're dropping the ball. And broadened out so, even I mean, more. I've been hung up on plenty of times when I give this kind of feedback, and that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's annoying, but, hey, that's, that's their prerogative. And what it is partly, I think, is during the last Great Recession and the current one, we had a long run between recessions where that was the way people got jobs. Michael G. Cox went and, and mm-hmm. met with me and met my boss after lunch, and, oh, yeah, I love him. And he was going to get hired. It's like, hey, Aunt, hey, Michael, do me a favor. Put a resume together just so HR can have something done. And that's yeah. the way it worked in a or lot of what industries. What I would do on the inside when, when there were candidates that we wanted but they didn't have a resume, I'd put a name on a resume, uh, on a sheet of paper, and call it a resume because yeah. my, my internal HR was saying, no, we need to have a resume. So I did that long enough for people to realize, oh, I guess we don't need a resume to hire somebody. Right. Some, some organizations have their little boxes that all have to be checked off. Yeah. Okay, I've got to do an ad. I've got to do an ad. Next oh, question. Jesus. I just want you to think, okay, think, you know, one day I'll have to build these guys, bills. okay? And I got to say, you know, I've been doing an ad for you. Okay, but look, uh, here's a question. So if we're talking about coaching, what about, I'll give you a minute to think about it. What about Zoom? Are, are you guys, uh, and Kathleen especially as the special guest, are you coaching uh, candidates? Uh, are all your interviews on Zoom? number one, and are you coaching candidates on how to present themselves? But first, I'm going to tell everybody about Hire Tool, H-I-R-E-T-U-A-L.com, the super-duper sourcing tool. Every single super-duper recruiter, whenever they comment on Facebook about sourcing tools, Hire Tool is at the top of the list. I'm not saying it's the only one on the list. I'm not saying there's no other good sourcing tools there, but they have, I believe, the most famous brand because they are doing a very good job. You can try their free extension. Go to HireTool.com. Try it there. Uh, it'll give you uh, personal and professional contact information although you might get these dopes at the other end and go, oh how dare you you sent me an email at work oh you called my personal phone shame on you okay well i can't. <laughs> at least you got the contact information they're not promising that you're going to call smart people okay anyway okay back to kathleen hiretool.com and i got one more pcrecruiter.net i'll get back to you in five minutes okay Kathleen, Zoom, are, are you telling yeah. people, uh, look, make sure you wear pants. You never know where you're going to have to stand up or something like that. What's the story with your interview? We just say treat it like a face-to-face interview. And it goes without saying. I don't have to tell or my team doesn't have to tell them, you know, wear pants. Um, but we just say treat it like a face-to-face. And we've always done that with video interviews because 
video has always been around, like in our, not, not always, but you know, in the last 10 years in our process. So we just say, treat it like a face to face. Really? Okay. Now, I didn't make that up, okay? There used to be a very, uh, I would say, beautiful uh, girl reading the news, woman, uh, at, on CBC, the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. And one day, uh, for some reason, the camera uh, kept to the side, so you weren't looking at her straight on. And, and she was wearing pants, but she was she was wearing jeans. <laughs> she had, like, a business suit okay. on top. and. She was wearing jeans, and, and from what I've heard uh, from our good friend Will Thompson, you know, people will have their cereal bowls if it's the morning right in front of their, you know, camera, and they can see all kinds of stuff there that they shouldn't be seeing. You know, so I can imagine some jerk showing up in pajamas and a bathrobe as, as well. So you're saying yeah. you've got your candidates are so savvy. You don't have to really uh, teach them what to do, okay? Anybody else want to comment on that? Anybody? Okay. Uh, Well, everybody. Everybody's so smart. These candidates, they know how to handle their their zooms. And you're using Zoom. Is that what uh, most people are using? Yeah. 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 Dude, I've had people that were eating cereal, like, and this was phone interview, not even on Zoom. It's very annoying. Uh Yeah, after, it, it, after you it, listen it, to the show once or twice, it. you know there's idiots out there, okay? <laughs> yeah. That was we did have one candidate that um, was doing a Zoom, and this was a while ago before the pandemic, and he was in his bed. So the, he was dressed properly, but the scenery was his actual, like, bed frame behind him. And um, obviously he didn't get the job, you know, and I, I, we just couldn't believe he made that call to do that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, so you don't you don't take okay no special uh, Kendra's not commenting I guess it's not a big issue for her nobody else I let tried. me just see if anybody <laughs> sorry go did you want to say something I was just going to say that we provide the company I'm currently recruiting for provides the infrastructure and platform for both Microsoft Teams and Zoom from an integration hardware and I cannot have a candidate that cannot operate that. So I will tell them, I will test with you an hour before your interview and make sure you're centered, that you know how to work it and the controls because it's an important part of our product line. So absolutely, Uh I'll even practice with them before they meet with a senior director or a VP. Anyway, that was my two cents. Good for you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) She's the mother of geniuses. Her son's got, you know, a job at some kind of nuclear reactor or something. Where? Where? He's at Memorial Sloan Kettering in the radiation department uh, studying brain lesion radiation. I thought he was in that place where they send, like they've got in Switzerland, where they send the electrons around the, uh, what's it called? Cyclo, yes. The super collider. Uh, he, he worked at CERN for a couple of years while he got his Ph.D. at MIT, and then he went into medical physics because he wanted to make a difference in the world. Okay. And so worked, you know uh, that either that kid's mother, who we're speaking to, or maybe his dad, uh, are smart. <laughs> okay, I just I just want to say those are the people who call into this show. Even Alan hey, figured out how to use his phone before the show was over, halfway through. Okay. Hey, just, Sandra, just could say, we get your son on to check animal for lesions? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I got. I got. I got. Brain lesions are predictive of Alzheimer's as well, just so you know. 
I'm on a I'm on a busy street here. If anything is affecting my brain, it's the exhaust fumes uh, in the summertime coming through the air conditioner. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you another question and do another ad. How closely should a recruiter study a resume? before calling because people are constantly complaining you've seen me post about it they're constantly complaining about recruiters missing the obvious they actually get on the phone with people and uh you know people say did you read my resume you know because <laughs> it's the uh, so uh, I, I don't know at the beginning we talked about kathleen's uh, got uh some uh clients who you know don't read the resume and so i'm wondering how long should a re- recruiter study a resume? Sorry, like I, I, I just rambled, but I'm going to do my ad now. Hey, everybody! <laughs> hey, uh, PCRecruiter.net. Hey, yeah! If you are a recruiter, PCRecruiter.net loves you, okay? Just let me tell you that. They don't care if you're a, a solo recruiter working in the garage office. You know, you made your garage into your office. Uh, or if you are a part of a huge recruiting team for a big, prestigious company, they want to help you. And the most telling thing about their software is that they don't impose a rigid workflow system on you. It's very configurable. That means customizable if you don't realize it. And if the word configure scares you like it scares me, don't worry about that either. They want to help you. You just tell them what you want and they help you get it done. So they are a flexible, versatile recruiting software, PCRecruiter.net. Okay. How closely should a recruiter, Kathleen, study a resume before calling? Depends on their level, but like I can look at a resume in 30 seconds and know, do I, do I want to go for it or not? Do I want to examine this further or not? So in 30 seconds, yeah, that's not is like question. a long time. That is not the question. Okay. That's not the okay, question. Okay. Repeat. Okay. You're actually deciding to call somebody. Say so after your uh-huh. 30 seconds, maybe that's not enough. And you call them up and they say, Girl, what you calling me for? Okay, sorry, I, I don't know. That's a wrong, I couldn't use an accent like that. I might get in trouble. Uh, I, I I don't know, uh, but it's a humorous accent. Uh, at least that's what I think. Okay. Anyway, you okay. guys should edit that out of the show. Uh, anyway, uh, okay. They might wonder why are you calling me because you only spent thirty seconds looking and you didn't study it. Here's what another guy wrote. He said, "I'd rather spend fifteen minutes writing each in-mail." and get a 100% response than send out blanket in-mails and look like a lazy recruiter, okay? So he is not reading. He spends a lot of time studying the candidate before he contacts the candidate. You don't. What's the difference between you and this person? No. So the big difference is he's studying something that he doesn't know is going to come to life to begin with. Like, so I'm not going to study something for 15 minutes if I don't even know this person's going to engage me. However, I'm not taking away that you have to make sure that you're looking that this person meets the basic qualifications and has the tenure you're looking for. So His you've got rebuttal. to I, I I'll rebut you for him. He's going to say, Kathleen, you have to spend 15 minutes to have a quality approach in order to get the person to respond to you. You know, you're saying, oh, I, I, why should I waste the time if I don't know if this person's even going to engage with me? Well, you're you're yeah. you're not you're, you're causing the problem. You're causing the no. person not to no, engage I'm not. with no. you. 
No, I'm not. There's somewhere in between. Analysis paralysis. We're not in the business like that. You can stop and craft an email for 15 freaking minutes. Maybe if you want to make a placement a year, <laughs> you know, but I'm sorry. I just don't hey, operate animal, that, that way. That, that approach does make more sense if that guy's a generalist maybe and doesn't quite have a niche to go yeah. after or needs to uh, – I'm just making assumptions here. But um, you know, to spend that much time and, and you've got to find enough people to fill your calendar with enough viable candidates to start start from, you can't spend 15 minutes on a on each resume. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Agreed. Okay. Here's another one from Rich Rosen. He says, have you ever encountered, he seems to be getting a lot of these lately, low-energy, monotone managers demanding high-energy candidates? I mean, every once in a while. Okay. It's not that. I thought it was funny. Okay. I thought it was funny. Okay. Okay. What okay. about this Oh, you know what? I had a. This is a, there's like four minutes left. Uh, I shouldn't ask that question because I really wanted to get into that. Next time you next time you come on, uh, what should we talk about in the last four minutes? I want to know when. It sounds like everybody on the phone is a recruiting recruiter for themselves or owns a recruiting company. No, so no, Alan works for a big big construction company. If I'm not mistaken, am I oh, right? Oh, excuse me. And, and I okay. work He's in done, electronics. Yep. He's done oh, everything cool. though. Okay. Okay. So um, we can get two sides of this. When do you like to hear uh, a quote from a recruiting firm if you're calling them and asking them, you know, a price and figuring out their service? Do you need to hear it on the spot or what do you want? You want the truth? Of course. Yeah. I want you to, I want you to be intelligent or I want you to go away. Is that what? an answer? No, here. So I get probably now I'm getting inundated. I get between two to six spam emails a day. I get zero calls. And even when they, even when I get called, they don't know our market. They don't know our niche. They're just like, oh, hey, I came across this. Gr-. They're, they're trying to push an MVP, an MVC. Mm-hmm. And I don't really give a darn because in this industry, as, as some others, it's all about the relationships. And many, right. in many in many cases, even if you send me a redacted resume, I probably know I probably know about the person. That's how tiny con- commercial construction is, as big as it is. So, the best people I've worked with, they've called up and said, "Hey, look, here, I'll give you a perfect one." I had a guy call up. He knew his stuff. He knew the industry, and he was very candid that he doesn't specialize in our niche at the moment. And he said, look, Alan, right now we're doing skyscrapers, and I, I know you don't do them, but you've got a good reputation, and I just wanted to start an initial conversation. Great. I know what he wants. That's fine. I've been in agencies. That's great. And then as the conversation went, as the conversation went he, gave me, he told me some of the companies who he was working with, but not every agency quotes. And towards the end of the conversation, he said, great. Do you mind if if we continue this conversation in a couple of weeks? Obviously, we can't help each other right now. I said, sure, we did. When he called back, he commented, he said, I checked you guys out some more. I've talked to some other people. You guys got a good reputation. Can we just keep talking and you can see if, if I'm, we could work together? I said, sure, no problem. And he said, by the way, I did get referred somebody, but I can't do anything with him. Additionally, I'm looking for two skyscraper superintendents. I'll make you a deal. 
if you can get, do you have any resumes, and I'll trade you two for one. Because I can't do anything with this kid, and I like him. I'm like, sure. I sent him two skyscraper superintendents. He sent me this kid. We actually hired him, and he's still with us. Now, I'm not suggesting everybody do that, but in this case, unique, he knew his stuff. He knew the industry. He knew the sector. He wasn't high sale pressuring me off of some mm-hmm. script, and it was just a conversation. That was it. And even when they approached okay, but, my – but her, in answer to her question – it was interesting, sorry, but in answer to her question, yes. the, mon- the money talk came early in the first conversation. Am I right about that? You mentioned the word quote. I mean, if I was you asking, want, if, if, when do you want to quote? And it sounds like you don't, you know, right? You want to build that relationship first. Yeah, because I know where the, I know, I mean, we work, we don't work with too many agencies, maybe two, and we still, but when we do, we know what the general, and we, we bring in contingent. So we know it's somewhere between, I don't know, 20 and 27%. So Mm -hmm. if they want to have the conversation, they can. The problem they have with us is they sign our agreement and our mm-hmm. agreement eliminates the bullshit. Yeah. Because our agreement is not you, – you know how it is – is when normally when any typical contingent agency gets an agreement in place looking for, say, a project manager. And it's like, hey, by the way, I know we're looking for a project manager, but I found this great other person. Just wanted to show them to you. Found this other great person. Just wanted to show them to you. Well, now I'm on – I respect the agreements. Now I'm on the hook to pay those for whatever the they own that candidate for how long, and it drives us crazy. So our yeah. agreement is really simple. You want to work with us? You sign the you sign our agreement. It is a one person one placement agreement only, and I will honor okay. it. And I will and not let me. Call. You know what? Okay, well, let's save this for another time because you're giving us a, a, a full survey. Okay. All right. But is it like ten minutes into the first conversation or three minutes? That the person gave you the quote, okay? When, how many minutes in did it take till he gave you that price? The longer they take to give me a price, the more I respect them. Mm, okay, there's your answer. Yeah, Kathleen, that's the answer you're going to yeah, get today. MikeRecruiter.com, Kendra Sadler, Kathleen Steffi, K A T H T E F F E Y, Naviga, N A V I G A. RecruiterL.com, thank you! Ah!